It is Black History Month, a time to expand our knowledge about historical black figures that helped shape Canada. This morning, we're talking with a black history expert and member of the Order of Canada, Robert Small. Good morning, Robert. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Well, thank you. Appreciate your time this morning. Tell us a little bit, in your view, why it is so crucial and so important, and more so than ever, that we we begin to talk and tell the stories about black people who have helped shape this country of ours. Well, I think it's very important, given the pandemic and the divisions that have occurred via various reasons and stuff like that, that we bond together as Canadians, learn more about each other, and realize that our whole history... Of this, of this great, of this great nation, has been forged on the backs of everybody. That everybody has contributed to the creation of Canada, and learning more about the stories that that detail what people have contributed to only enhances our our kinship and our fellowship going forward. Good. We've got a couple of uh, great examples we, we'd like to cover this morning with you, Robert. Uh, let's kick things off with. Uh, a lady whose name has been in the news over the past few years, and now we can basically see her face on a daily basis. <laughs> it's Viola Desmond. Tell us about her story. Yeah, well, Viola Desmond was a businesswoman. She was a civil rights activist. She was born in July 6, 1914, and died in Halifax, Nova Scotia, where she, where she was born in uh, February 1965. So the one thing that, as a business person, Viola Desmond was traveling to throughout Nova Scotia, and she went to a, the Roseland Theater, New, New Glasgow, Nova Scotia. And this is where her actual story begins. <clears throat> because unfortunately, something went wrong with her car. She went to the mechanic. The mechanic told her that uh, she would have to wait for about an hour or so to, until the car's ready to, to continue on her journey. So she went to the, to the Roseland Theater in New Glasgow to basically get rid of some time. So what happened is that she sat in the bottom half of the theater where she was, whereas back then there was still segregation in, uh, in Nova Scotia and throughout Canada, and she was supposed to uh, sit in the, bo- in the top half of the theater. So consequently, she was arrested, put in jail, and the reason that she was put in jail is because she was sitting in the bottom half of the theater and she didn't pay the, I think it was the one cent difference between the, the ticket price for the top of the theater versus the bottom. So the community found out about what, she, what, what occurred to her. They started protesting, and consequently she was vindicated of that. And she was basically, she is, the Rosa Parks of Canada prior to Rosa Parks. I think that's the fascinating thing, Robert. In school, I remember, you know, in my life as a kid in school, learning about the U.S. civil rights movements and, and those who were so prominent during that time. And we really didn't focus much on what happened here in our country. And I think what Viola did is so key that we, you know, we teach that, we learn that better, our own history here in this country. And the fact she was selected to be on the $10 bill is pretty special, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely significant, and it's inspirational every time I have to let go of my $10 to buy gas, right? 
and then some. <laughs> but yeah, you're on the same. Yeah, that's like, yeah. I think it was sixty dollars. I was shocked yesterday, the other day. A bag of chips and a pop for ten. Um, uh, but I'm wondering, uh, Robert, I, I yeah. think that Sue's onto something here in the sense that our American neighbors and and the media that infiltrates our our lives and even growing up and maybe even the educational system, it's not that we did not have some very productive, very ambitious. Uh, you know, uh, black people in Canada to be proud of, but we've been inundated down south. But when you do the digging, we've got these rich stories. Yeah, we do. And we have, the, we have to do a better job as Canadians, period, across racial lines of telling our stories. The one thing I would say about the, Amer- uh, the Americans is that they tell their stories umpteen times. Mm-hmm. Never, they never get bored telling their stories. But we feel like as if we tell the story once, that that should be sufficient and being humble Canadians that we are. But I think that we should take pride in our, these stories and uh, advocate for them to be told numerous times in, different, in several different ways. I think there's been like about five different movies on Muhammad Ali, major movies <laughs> as well, and that hit the theaters as well. And that's on one person. So we need to be, do a better job on telling our stories. So agree. So let's focus on another prominent black figure in this country. Uh, from Nova Scotia, Canadian boxer Sam Langford had the nickname the Boston Terror. Tell us about Sam. Yeah, he had several He had several names, the Boston Terror, the Boston Bone Crusher, and he was named by ESPN as one of the greatest fighters that nobody ever that nobody knows. And the reason for that is that Sam Langford fought over 300 fights and compared to like a Lennox Lewis or a Mike Tyson that might have fought, fought like 50 or 60, even Muhammad Ali who fought over 50 some odd fights. And you wonder why did he like fight 300 fights? But back in uh, his day, he was born in March 4th, 1883, passed away in, in 1956. So when they didn't have pay-per-view and telecast or TV, let alone, so you had to actually travel from city to city, you know, for, so you might have like about five fights in, in three days because you're traveling to different areas fighting, you know. So, so, so Sam Langford was definitely a legend, and uh, he's an inspiration for many fighters to come, both in Nova Scotia and across Canada. And once again, a great story that, is long due for a movie to be made out of him. And I think I did hear whispers of there being a, a movie made of him, actually. Can you tell us about a project uh, that uh, you hold near and dear, the Legacy uh, Collection, the Legacy Project, what, 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 what you've been up to and what, it, what it's all about? Yeah, well, the reason I got the Order of Canada is because I spent 28 years of my life. I can no longer say that I'm not the old guy in the room, <laughs> right? So uh, 20 years, uh, 28 years, I've been creating a poster called the Legacy Poster that features the accomplishments of African Canadians. So throughout the last 28 years, I featured over 120 different African Canadians. I put five on each uh, poster. So it's been a really great adventure because, it, once again, speaking on 770, 770 is really uh, inspirational for me, knowing that... Uh, I've been told that I've had a radio voice for the majority of my life, so I'm actually putting it into practice today. So the 18-year-old in me that heard that comment first uh, is celebrating. But needless to say, especially during Black History Month, you know, trying to make it, making history, uh, becoming the first uh, Black visual artist to get the Order of Canada is very inspirational. And I hope that many Afri- African Canadians, as well as Canadians in general who practice art at a young age, 
feel that they can become an order of candor recipient based upon my example. Well, Robert, we're going to send people to thelegacyposter.com. Great work. And thank you so much for sharing a little bit more information that perhaps a lot of people did not know until this morning. And you do have a voice for radio. So when Andy is away sick, you can come and work with me. How's that sound? Okay, sure. You okay. know, I'll, I'll, I'll expect my phone, phone to call like I did this morning when that happens. Okay. Okay, deal. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. I appreciate being on. Thank you. Robert Small, member of the Order of Canada, artist and creator of The Legacy Poster. Again, thelegacyposter.com. Thanks for downloading and listening to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for free at Apple Podcast, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. And tune in to Mornings with Sue and Andy from 530 to 9 every weekday morning on 770 CHQR.